1: Good morning, Friday, 9th of December, Kempi, Izzy, for breaky on SCNZ. It's just after 7 o'clock, yes, Friday. That means only one more little week before Izzy, Kempi, go off for a wee break. It has been a big year, a long year. And if you've missed anything or you want to have a wee catch-up, we have had some awesome guests on this year, and I've really enjoyed it. Absolutely Enjoyed it, and uh, if you've missed any of those, head over to Izzy and Kempy for Breakfast on the SCNZ app or wherever you get your podcasts and have a wee listen. Um, we've had a good week this week, in particular. Gordon Titchens earlier on in the week, uh, giving us a little inkling of what a young he was like running around in 2007. A couple of stories to boot, and they also spoke about where the game is at the moment, so so good Double eight, double three on the temper bedpost text machine there are some good messages coming through and Kenny's coming out to walk with the family to have a swim and a barbecue and have a couple of cold ones and a wee punt, that sounds like a family weekend to me Kenny How good. But Kempe, we're going to talk
2: some football. Yeah, that's right. It's no secret that Kiwi football fans have a a soft spot for the English, Izzy, who have endured decades of disappointment. Yeah, I've seen a couple of those live actually up there in 1998 was one of them, the Euros. Since last winning the World Cup way back in 66, this new generation of superstars will have their chance to right the wrongs of past England sides. When they take on the French this weekend, how good in the quarterfinals. So, can they do it? Let's hope they can. Well, football journalist Ben Hunt will have a better idea than we do. He's up there in the UK and he's been kind enough to
0: join us this morning, his evening. Good evening, Ben. How are you? Morning, guys, yeah, from a cold, cold, cold UK. It's uh, minus, minus one degrees here. It's a, it's a nippy one at the moment. So oh. all those talk about beers on a beach, they sound ideal at the moment, to be honest. <laughs> Another white Christmas coming your way, Ben. I remember those
2: um, had plenty of them up there. Um, but let's talk about this French game, mate. Are you, ex- are you excited sure.
0: about Saturday or are you dreading it? Which one are you? Which, <laughs> which fence are you sitting on? <laughs> I'm excited. Um, I'm super positive. Um, I always get this way when World Cups come around. It is slightly different this time, obviously, with the World Cup being in the winter. Our winter time is, you know, it's weird, you know, that you haven't got the same sort of. Packed out pub atmosphere, so a lot more people are watching it from homes. But of course, you know, there's still that um, that feel good factor. You go in all the shops and you see all the all the flags and everything, and all, all the kids in schools are getting all rather excited about it. And you know, I think we've got good reason to believe that you know that there is a chance of, of us winning this competition. Um, I think going into it, England were out of form, but they seem to have of mm. got you know got off. To a good start, and there just seems to be a belief and a confidence within the within the camp. But uh, you know that's only taken us so far. Let's see how we do at the weekend.
1: Yeah, look, you get a sense that they are. Con- what what is the sudden turnaround with with the English side? Like you think back to the semi-finals back in twenty eighteen when they made it. Do you think this yeah. Side's, yeah. the sides that
0: England's got at the moment is a whole lot better? Yeah, I do. I think that there's big... uh, They're playing with a freedom, which I haven't seen an England team do before. Um, And there's a a collective... Um, spirit amongst the players. They're very young, you know. This is a very young England team, um, and the players that they, you know, that Gareth Southgate has picked, it's been a blend of youth and experience. And I think it's actually worked out quite, quite beautifully. You know, the, the, the seasoned pros are there doing a good enough job, but you're seeing the young players come through, and they offer an excitement. And I think that's really what's encapsulated that you know the spirit and the passion for it behind, um, you know, certainly from a UK or English perspective, you know, that you're seeing these young players come through and it's lifted the nation into a sense of, yes, we can actually do it this year. And I know we say that every year, you know, we've had golden generations (laughs) when you've had like Lampards and Gerrards and, you know, really good individual players. But this is a collective group of of young, ambitious, hungry players who don't have fear. And that's the best thing about it.
1: They haven't been watching uh, the English cricket side, have they? (laughs)
0: <laughs> i know it's unreal isn't it we do, we, we're doing okay everywhere at the moment that time we took up some winter sports perhaps but uh yeah it's, it's, it's going good but uh let's not talk about the rugby
1: Let's not go down there. <laughs> no, no, no. We'll stay away from this.
2: Don't year, worry, man. you'll have a Kiwi coach in that soon too, Ben. So uh, you'll be you'll be right. We'll sort we'll sort that out for you as well. Hey, but, but talking about the strength and the quickness of of the English side up front, you you like the way that they yeah. look. What about at the back? Do you think they can stop him, Marpe?
0: That, that's that's my my biggest concern, uh, fragility at the back. It is kind of an ageing back four, and there's no pace there whatsoever, which is, that's the frightening aspect. And I think that, for me, the big emphasis is going to be on Declan Rice, who's the holding midfielder, and I think he's going to have his work cut out. Um, you know, Mbappe is just one of a many, you know, a, a, a great attacking lineup for the French. So that is my concern. Um, I'm not overly enamoured by Pickford in goal. Um, so we're, we're talking about our back five now. Um, and I'm just hoping that, that by miracle, we seem to get through it without conceding a goal, because I think if we do go a goal down, um, then that's when the problem may may start. And of course, if that happens, then the confidence in those those younger players will, will quickly edge away, you know? And I think we need yeah, to we got- sort of stay nil-nil for as long as we can.
1: You look after Mbappe, then you've got Gros, <laughs> who's heading towards the most goals for France. You've got Griezmann. Yeah. So you shut down one, it creates opportunities for other others. Like, who yeah. really needs to stand up for the English? Well, you've got one player, Mbappe, but there's the three others out there that are capable of causing havoc as well.
0: This, this is true, but then I, I would argue that, you know, the Premier League is a very strong league. And I think that, you know, OK, oh, yeah. Harry Maguire come into this um, into this championship with question marks about his ability. But, you know, he's played phenomenally well in those those previous games. And of course, you've got the experience of dealing with mm. top class players week in, week out. And this isn't to say that the French League isn't. Good because it is a good quality league, but it's not as yep. good as the Premier League, in my opinion. And I think that's where you've got the confidence in that back five to operate as a decent back five and hopefully experience a win over. Because, um, as I say, when it comes down to pace, I think they're going to lose out.
2: I, I asked a question earlier on in the week, Ben, about the EPL as as uh, compared to the Bundesliga and the, the Serie A yeah. and the Spanish comp. Is this a real standout? Um, as far as England getting this far, the French using EPL players, that the EPL is the premier competition up there uh, in the Northern Hemisphere?
0: Yeah, yeah, I believe so. I think that, you know, we see, you know, for, for me, a good mark is where the, the talent goes. And I think that the, the, the talent at the moment is in the, the English Premier League. I think, you know, a few years ago and, I'm, I'm well, let's go back 20 years and you saw a big drain of talent going to Italy and then that talent went to Spain. I think at the moment all the young good players are, are heading in the, in the Premier League's direction. You only need to look at Man City's squad um, for proof of that, you know, you Haaland had a pick of the whole world wherever he wanted to go. And of course, he picked Manchester City. Um, and, and that, for me, says a lot about the state of the Premier League at the moment. It's in a healthy situation with TV contracts and lucrative uh, sponsorship deals. But of course, it's also attracting the best players because, in my opinion, it is the best league in the world.
1: Mate, it's flying at the moment. You've seen uh, a sale of Chelsea, and now a potential sale of Manchester United. Haven't heard much out of that little uh, ring at the moment. We'll have to get a wee update. But we'll talk about talk to me about will will Raheem Sterling likely be available to play this weekend? Yeah. And if he is, would you put him in the starting eleven? What's the latest there, mate?
0: Yeah, he is back in contention. He has flown back out, and I'm sure people know. Yeah. But you know, just bring him up to speed. It's, uh, he, his house got burgled while he was away on international duty. Unfortunately, we, we do see this sometimes. You know, mm. with players going away, it's quite obvious where they are, and you know that they they're, they're, they're yeah. a target for organised um, gangs. So um, you know, he was targeted. Uh, he was, um, you know. Missed him. He did miss a game, but he is back and he is in the squad. He's in contention. Would I pick him? Probably not to start, but he'd definitely be in the squad.
2: I, I guess if they do get through this one, um, Ben, and then they get through either Port- Portugal or Morocco, they have got a dead set chance of winning it. Who would you? Who would you rather face if you did get past the Morocco, who are on that unbelievable yeah. run at the moment, or Portugal, who put six past the Swiss?
0: <laughs> oh, I think that's an easy one. I think we take the Moroccans. Um, I think you know, there's so much, there's so much history we've got with Portugal as well. You know, um, you know, you need to remember that uh, Ronaldo. Do you remember he got uh, Rooney sent off and he did that little wink? And I think there's quite a lot of emotion in that oh. Portuguese camp at the moment. Not to not to mention the talent as well. So I think if we were going to pick, I mean, you would pick the Moroccans. I think.
1: Moroccans. Man, I can't believe that. Unbelievable story. They bet my, I've got a swear to sweepstakes here. They bet my Belgium and I was like, who's this? But I'm quite happy they knocked <laughs> out Spain. So they deserve it. They absolutely deserve it. If you are to progress, or say yep. you're taking on France, and you're, to keep you sane, would you want to stay away from penalties?
0: Um, Yes, I think so. I've I've seen too many penalty shootouts in my life. I've I've got too much grey hair at the moment. I'll be a dead ringer for Father Christmas, I think. Um, Yeah, we we don't need penalties. I mean, this is the silly thing. I was listening to, um, you know, Spain went out on penalties and they'd practised over a 1,000 penalty kicks. And then they they, they all stood up and and were terrible. That's why they had no energy when they were
2: kicking those balls. (laughs) They practised too hard.
0: (laughs) So it's, it's a lottery. And I think that's the that's the worst thing that yeah. it can come down to. So um, I don't think it will get that far against France. There will be a goal in it. As I say, I just hope that it stays nil-nil for as long as possible and we, we pop up with a goal in the second half at some stage.
1: Awesome, awesome. That's England, France. You got Morocco, Portugal, we just touched on. Croatia, Brazil, Netherlands, Argentina, the other quarterfinals. How do you see them
0: transpiring? Yeah, it's difficult to see past the Brazilians, isn't it? They seem to have have a bit of a, a swagger in their step. They seem to be enjoying their football as well. So, you know, I think that that's that's the obvious pick um, and in seeing them through. Um, with regards to the other, I still think we've got some more shocks in this competition. You know, mm. we've we've seen yeah. a few of them, and I'd, I'd like to see some more. Um, it's been a, <laughs> been a good tournament for shocks, hasn't it? Really. Um, I'm just, I'm just hoping <laughs> England aren't one of them. Yeah, no, they
2: should. They should be. F- oh, look, I hope they do get past France because uh, I have been up in England when they have been on a run, and it's a fantastic spot to be. So you know, those pubs, even though it's winter and you're going to have a white, snowy Christmas, will be full. <laughs> hey Ben, I just want to. Absolutely, it'll be remiss of us not to ask. But the Cristiano Ronaldo Talk. situation and with, yep. with what's going on with Portugal, how's that playing out in England um, currently through the through the media? What's What's the chatter yeah, up there?
0: It's, it's- well, it's an interesting one because obviously he'd, you know, done the interview and, and made it clear that he wanted to, to go. Um, you know, it's quite a sad end to his career. But I think because the fact I think most United fans see him sort of, a, you know, as a, this is a second coming for Ronaldo and it's never going to be as good as the first. I think there's kind of almost a good riddance mm-hmm. to um, seeing him go. I don't think there'll be too many hardcore man united fans upset by that. So I think it's yeah. a fresh start for united and that they keep having these um false you know new dawns and 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 they definitely need something to to kick start their success again because at the moment you know they're not enjoying the best of form and i think that you need to get rid of all the bad apples and, and start afresh mm. um so it's probably a good time to do it january transfer window allow you, you know, to find a, a suitable replacement and so let's see what happens with that but um you know i don't think too many people will be sorry to see him go if i'm honest
1: yeah look i'm a cristiano ronaldo fan i, I don't want to you know What's unfolded lately and how it's kind of all played out, I'm not going to remember Ronaldo by that. I'm a Manchester United fan because of that young curly head kid that (laughs) went there and did what he did. So he's inspired young kids around the world. So let's always remember that, Ben. Mate, we appreciate you coming on the show. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I agree with you. I think that the way that he was able to transfer to different leagues, you know, and and, and just physically to the very different demands of different and technically to different leagues, you know, no other player has been able to do that Mm. with so much success. So, you know, it's not to, you know, pile on, but I think that it is time for him to move on.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's gonna move on and go get paid just nicely. Hell good. <laughs> ben Hunt Ben Hunt, we appreciate you coming on, mate, and talking football with us. You're an absolute champion. Merry Christmas
0: and a happy yeah, new
1: year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Cheers, guys, thanks take, very much.
1: Take care, mate. Here he is Ben Hunt talking football. I hoping it's coming home Kimpy. I I'll tell, what, about I'll tell you what I'll tell you what minus he... one.
2: <laughs> mate, it is cold up there have <laughs> I told you that story just quickly i tell you that story I was up there for the Euros in 98 and uh, mate mm. it was so they played some of those games up in Leeds and uh Mate, you finish training, you'd go straight to the pub. It's called the Streets of Leeds, and was just up the road from my house. And pack it out. The boys would get like, boys went Streets of Leeds. <laughs> you get there at the eleven o'clock, all day with the English fans packed, singing, dancing, listening to the Euros. I get called in the training the next day. Muz calls me, and I'm one of the senior players. <laughs> he said, "Mate, you can't take Adrian Morley. Remember, Adrian Morley played for City yeah. City. He's yeah. eight, 18. He was under my, he was under my wing. Mate, you can't take Moz with you to that bloody pub." And I said. Mate, I'm not taking him anywhere. He said, "Look, I'm t- <laughs> telling you, Kimpy. Moz is not to go to that pub with you." I know you guys are going watching the Euros, so I, I said, "Look, okay, I'll tell him." So I went, went out. I grabbed Moz. I said, "Moz, come here." So he came over to me. He's a young, a, impressionable young fella. He could, you we know, knew he was going to be a great player. <laughs> I said, "Listen, okay, I'm telling you right now, you're not coming with us to the pub after after training today." And he goes, oh, Kimpy," like that. And I said, "I told you, hey, mate." Anyway, he went, he went, anyway. He just shook his head, yep, no, yep. I, I said, right, let's go to training. Mate, finish training, have a shower. I walk into the streets of Leeds, and who be on the table, no shirt on dancing? <laughs> Moz. <Miles. laughs> and I looked at him, he looked at me I said, I told you though, eh? I told you. <laughs> it's a great oh. time up there, mate.
1: Kippy, Kempy, that's because you did a bit of a daggy, eh? You just gave him a little wink. He said, Hey. <laughs> Just make sure you not I don't see you Wink wink There's a bit like a bit of a situation I'm going to tell a fib And throw myself under the bus here We were playing 10s in Brisbane And there was a curfew I said boys curfew Bun One o'clock Bang bang We're all out of town It's one thirty, And they come up to me What about the curfew And I said I just don't get caught, okay? And if you get caught, you didn't see me. Okay, sweet ass, get home. One of the boys gets caught. And I'm like, yeah, mug. And then Rays is like, what happened? I said, I don't know, mate. I was in bed. I told them. One o'clock, go to bed. Daggy was out till three, but it's all about being discreet. The stealth, lads. Don't get caught. Don't get caught. (laughs) Don't go home and walk through the corridor and Rays opens his door. We're right there. Silly kid. Anyway. (laughs) Don't follow Daggy's advice.